0: Welcome to another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld. Welcome to another opportunity to exchange limiting and restricting lies, illusions, and stories for a direct and consistent experience of truth. In this episode, I want to continue the discussion from the previous episode, which began the discussion of the lie, illusion, and story dynamic, the straight limiting and restricting dynamic of my life would be so much better if only, and then you fill in the blank with whatever it is that you feel if you could change, fix, or improve your life in that way, your life would be so much better. Now, an interesting thing goes on in all of us when we play this My Life Would Be Better If game. When we work so hard, try so hard to try and change, fix, and improve our lives in ways that it just seems like such a no-brainer, such a duh, <laughs> you know, well, of course my life would be better if da 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 bad thing was gone or da-da-da-da good thing was present or more of a good thing was present. Here's the interesting thing. In the way that we experience this dynamic, with very few, if any, exceptions, here's what happens. For whatever reason, in our own psychological dynamics, in our own stories, we get fixated on particular things about our lives, again, bad things, as we call them, that are present in our lives that we want to get rid of, and an endless list of of good things, so to speak, that we don't have, or we don't have enough of, that we'd like to have. And so we get fixated on these things, and we get into this, i got to get rid of this bad thing, i got to get rid of this bad thing, i got to get rid of this bad thing. I need to create this good thing or make it more of it. I need to create or have more of this good thing. I need to create or have more of this good thing, attract it, whatever the language is. But we don't apply, let's just call it for lack of a better term, a complete thought process to the dynamic or to that whole thing to that lie, that illusion, or that story, as I call it. And as you'll soon call it, if you don't already, it would be my guess. We don't really think it through. We skim along the surface of it, and we just get so fixated on it, and we're so convinced in this kind of warm and fuzzy, vague, blurry kind of a concept, well, my life would just be better if I had that. But we don't dip beneath that to say, why? Why would my life be better what would it give me if I got rid of that bad thing or I got that new good thing or I got more of a good thing than I have now? I expanded it in a sense, had more of it. Whether it's money or income or sex or career or honors or awards or you know, record contracts or you know, whatever else it might be. More of something that's present already. We don't stop to really look at that. And if we do, we don't really think it through. Still, or we tell ourselves a complete lie, illusion, and story about that that is not true, but we believe that it's true. But in general, we just don't think it through. And a very interesting thing starts to surface when you do think it through. If you take anything that you would fill in the blank of, my life would be so much better if. And let's just say it's um, I was making uh, make this up $250,000 a year in income. And you say, my life would be so much better if I was only earning $250,000 in income. And I were to say to you, why? Why would your life be so much better if you were making $250,000? You know, what would it give you? What would happen in your life? What would be different? Whatever question you want to ask, there are a lot of different ways you can get at this if you were making the 250000 a year. Interesting things pop up. Now let me backtrack here to an example of something. When I was in my early 30s, uh, I worked with Tony Robbins, and I worked with him by helping out at some of his live events, and I also owned one of his franchises at a time that he had franchises, and my charter was to do training of his work in Denver, Colorado and surrounding areas. And when I was at one of Tony's live events, I witnessed what I'm about to share with you, and For whatever reason, I didn't seem to create a lot of other people to really get the significance of it like I got the significance of it, and then that significance has grown and expanded and my vision about it has gotten much more clear, as you'll see, since. But I watched Tony, and then later on some of his other trainers, and then later on myself in my own trainings, do something similar to this. We would pick somebody out of the audience. Again, Tony, one of his trainers, or me. Uh, We would pick somebody from the audience and we would say, what is something that you really, really want in your life right now? And again, the implication is something bad that's present that you want to get rid of or something good that's missing or not big enough, so to speak, that you want to have present. That's what's underneath the question. What's something you'd really love to have in your life right now? And people would pump out these different things. You know, The common things were more money which means greater income or maybe passive income versus earned income, Uh, greater net worth, uh, greater you know value of investments or whatever it might be real estate properties but more money in general is one of the things that pops out frequently. Another thing that pops out frequently is uh, some sort of a physical uh, issue, a body health and wellness kind of a thing and again it's either wanting a symptom to go away or wanting something, uh, and the symptom could be a disease or an illness, or it could be overweight, or it could be pain, or it could be whatever it is. Or it would be something present related to health and wellness in the body, you know, more energy or whatever else it might be. So sometimes it would be a body thing. Sometimes it would be a relationship thing. You know, the person is alone and they want to be in a loving relationship. They're in a loving relationship, but it isn't working, and they either want to make it work find a way to make it work or they want to end it and start over, you know. So people would spout out whatever they would spot out. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter what the, what would you really like to have in your life or my life would be so much better if, fill in the blank. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you fill the blank in. The same thing that I'm about to describe to you is true. And that is either instantly or if you ask the question enough times and you peel back enough layers it always comes down to what you really want is a feeling. And you think that getting that particular thing, the bad thing to go away, the good thing to come, the good thing to expand, will give you that feeling. Now let me give you an example. And there are certain patterns that you see when you do this with a live audience like I'm talking about, that I saw Tony and then staff members and then I did it. Uh, But you'll see this if you do it on yourself or you do it with somebody else. And sometimes... It takes a lot of questions, uh, repeating the questions, sometimes it pops out pretty quickly. But let's just take an example, and I'm just going to make up some stuff. You say to somebody, what's something that you'd really love to have in your life right now? And they say, I'd like to make more money. And then you say, okay, well, what does that mean? And they say, well, I'd like to make $250,000 a year or more. And you say, okay, what would, um, you could say, why would your life be better if you had two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in income and they might say well then I wouldn't be struggling to pay my bills every month and you say okay uh, why would your life be better if you didn't have to struggle with paying your bills every month and you can see that you instantly start getting into something like well then I wouldn't feel so much stress I wouldn't feel so much fear I wouldn't feel so much worry I wouldn't have to work so hard Um, might be something that would be a preliminary layer you know but ultimately if you ask the question enough and I invite you to do this yourself with yourself or with somebody else and you'll see that this happens time after time after time it's just a question of how many times do you have to repeat the question and how many layers do you have to pull back before boom what it is is a feeling and the interesting thing is if somebody says well then I wouldn't feel so much fear then I wouldn't feel so uncomfortable then I wouldn't have so much anxiety Then I wouldn't be so depressed. Then I wouldn't be so worried. Whatever it is, what they really want is not to not be depressed. What they really want is to be happy, you know, or what I call joyful. That's what they really want. And so in this case, why would your life be better if you were making $250,000 a year? You know, in this example, what it would come down to is because then they think they'd be happy. You know, again, or joyful or peaceful or serene or whatever your word is. My word is true joy to describe the way that we really want to feel, which, again, is our natural state that has been hidden and blocked behind the cloud cover, so to speak, within the model that I share. But it's fascinating that that's what happens no matter what the question is. It always comes down to a feeling. And so bringing this back to what we talked about in the previous episode, which is, if you say to yourself, my life would be so much better if, and you fill in the blank, Or, again, another way to look at it is, what's something that you'd really love to have in your life right now? Um, Or however you want to word it, it doesn't matter. It's getting at, it's asking a question that gets at, what is it that you really would like to change, fix, or improve in your life right now? No matter what the question is, we think that our lives would be better if we got that particular thing. If we changed what I call that particular storyline detail in our movie, the bigger bank account, the bigger income, the relationship instead of being alone, the pain disappearing, you know the nose being different, the uh, losing the weight so that i 'm thin, whatever the story is, we think, but we don 't really think it through to go back to what I said before it 's this just kind of warm and fuzzy, vague, blurry. Um, amorphous thing of, well, my life would just be better if, but when you again dive into the heart of it and you take an honest, brutally honest and objective look at it, what's really going on is we are saying with whatever we would fill in the blank with, my life would be better if, what I really want to change, fix, or improve in my life right now is what's really going on deeply unconscious most of the time in that dynamic is if I could just change this particular storyline detail, then I would be happy then I would be joyful. And again, you might have some other word for that. And you may want to resist this um, originally, or you may say, well, yeah, I would be more happy. I would be happy if. But here's the interesting thing. Again, if you look and if you're brutally honest, and this is something that you will observe in your own life, and it is something that you can see evidence of time after time after time after time. If you look in the media, you look at people you know, You look at famous people, all these other kinds of things. You see this over and over and over. In the last episode, I used Michael Jackson as an extreme example of this. But there is evidence after evidence after evidence that no matter how much money you make, no matter how big your net worth is, it doesn't make you happy. Or you would say it doesn't make you happy unless something else is present along with the more money. And the same thing for whatever you'd fill the blank in with. We see this all the time. We see Hollywood stars that have thriving careers and are making millions of dollars and are working constantly in big production movies or television shows who try to kill themselves or are hooked on drugs um, or whatever it is, rock stars, the same thing, you know, fill stadiums. Again, going back to the example of Michael Jackson, are making huge amounts of money, have millions of fans throughout the world, have thriving careers, that have issues with alcohol, have issues with drugs, are suicidal, actually kill themselves, or whatever it is. So we see it over and over and over that there isn't any direct relationship between what I call the storyline details being changed, whether it's money, relationship, health and wellness, career, business, whatever it is, and being happy. But we get caught in this unconscious loop, in a sense, where there's some part of us that just thinks, but I would be, you know? okay, fine, these other people have had these thriving careers and lots of money and all this stuff and they weren't happy, but if I could just get da-da-da-da, whatever your fill-in-the-blank would be, I would be happy, it would be different for me. That's the unconscious implied dynamic if you really were to think it through. But again, most of us don't. We don't ever dive beneath the surface of the belief of my life would be better if. But when you dive beneath, here's what you see over and over and over and over and over again. So what happens is, What we really want, and I'm just using the language happy, is to be happy. And we convince ourselves in this superficial, not really thinking it through way, that if we could just get this good thing, get that good thing, get that good thing, or get rid of this or that or that or that or that bad thing, then we would be happy. But what happens is one of two things, three things actually. One, we don't ever get the thing that we really want, and so we're not happy. Two, we get it. Temporarily, but we can 't hold on to it for whatever reason, so we 're not happy. We may have had a momentary moment of happiness we may not, which i 'll address in a minute, but we can 't hold on to it. You know we have a goal. my life would be so much better if I was just making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and we get a job and we 're making two hundred and fifty thousand or we 're doing it in our own business, and then something changes in the world, and all of a sudden now we 're down to making. You know, whatever, 100,000, hundred and fifty, but we, we can't hold on to it. We can't keep, we grasp the brass ring, but we can't hold on to it. Or, third, we get it, we're able to hold on to it. It stays consistent, but it doesn't bring us the happiness that we think it would. And sometimes there's a brief moment of happiness when you first get it or in the early days. Like, let's say you really, 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 really wanted to get a particular, quote-unquote, expensive car. And you did whatever you did, and it took a long time, but finally you got to the point that you could buy that car, lease that car, whatever it is. And you have the car. You know, And the first few times, whatever, I'm just going to say the first few times, but whatever it is, and however long it lasts, it's temporary in general, particularly on the bigger things. Um, You may have a brief temporary experience of really enjoying that and being happy when you're driving it or you're experiencing it, but ultimately it is not going to bring you the happiness that you really desire for your life in general. You know, you may be happy when you're driving that car, although in general, the language is you'll take it for granted after a while, but you won't be unhappy in your life because there'll be all these other things that you're unhappy with that you want to change, fix, or improve, and the car doesn't make any difference. Again, it goes back to what I talked about in the previous episode with Michael Jackson. If you've got all these inner demons, if you've got a straitjacket on, If you've got all these lies, illusions, and stories that are shaping your experience and the straitjacket's on as a result, and you go into having more money, um, a bigger net worth with a straitjacket on, you still got a straitjacket on, you know? Whatever it is that you fill in the blank with, if you're going into a relationship with great sex with a straight jacket on, and as long as the straight jacket's on, you won't be happy in a consistent way and with the kind of depth that's possible. Now, you may argue with me about this, you know, you may say, look, Robert, you're not right because I had this goal, you know, I really wanted da-da-da-da and I really thought that my life would be better if I got da-da-da-da and I got da, da 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 and my life was better. I was happier. Maybe that's true, maybe it's not. I'll grant to you that you may be accurate in saying that that was true. But when you say your life is happier, what that means is you're still not happy. There's still problems, there's still issues, there's still The straitjacket's still on. The lies, the illusions, and the stories that are preventing you from experiencing the full infiniteness of your wisdom, power, abundance, and joyfulness, which is the way I'm breaking it out, are still in place. You're still limited. You're still restricted. You're still convinced that you're the opposite of who you really are. And these inner demons, so to speak, are still going on. And you're still in the straitjacket. And it doesn't matter if you change the storyline details. Ultimately, you are still going to be searching for the happiness through all of these different ways and they will either always or mostly or however you want to look at it fail to give you the happiness that's what you really want when you peel back the layers and again don't take my word on this even if it makes sense to you do this for yourself watch yourself after you listen to this episode and catch yourself saying I really want this in my life you know I have this goal I have this want I really believe my life would be better if this bad thing went away If this good thing came or got bigger. And ask yourself the question repetitively if you need to. Why would my life be better if I got that? Why would it be better? What would it give me? What would change? However you need to ask to get to the core of it. And again, sometimes you have to expand your consciousness to a significant degree to be able to look at the multiple layers to this. Because there are a lot of times that you could say, well, come on, Robert, you know, if I got da-da-da-da physical symptom, or I got cancer, or I've got this, or I've got that, or my face breaks out in pimples, you know, or whatever it is, of course my life would be better if that stuff disappeared. And you can make a very strong argument for the fact that I used to be da-da-da-da before I, when I had that symptom... And now I don't have the da-da-da-da now that that symptom is gone, so obviously my life is better. But again, there are so many other things in your life that even if you're able to successfully change your experience of one storyline detail, there are so many other storyline details that aren't good enough, that are being judged, that your life would still be better if it still isn't okay the way it is. Kind of a thing. Or again, you can't sustain it. You have a moment in your life where it seems like everything's great and you're happy with everything and you don't seem to have a lot of wants. There doesn't seem to be a lot you want to change, fix or improve. But then you can't hold on to that. And something changes and the next thing you know there's something new or old or whatever it is that you want to change, fix or improve that isn't good enough. Um, that you're judging and that you want to in some way, shape or form change, fix or improve and you're convinced your life would be better if you did change, fix or improve it, except it won't. The only way that your life ever really gets better, and I am defining better here as for you to consistently be experiencing happiness, again, I call it true joy, you might call it peace or serenity or whatever it is, is if you shift your focus away from these outside storyline details onto yourself, onto the lies, the illusions, and the stories, onto loosening and then removing the straitjacket, onto expanding back into a direct experience of the truth of who you really are, taking a journey to do that, opening up into that experience, and then two things will happen. One, you will truly be experiencing on a consistent basis the happiness, the true joy that you really want to be experiencing and that you think all these things will give you except they won't. And when you expand into experiencing the constant experience of the true joy, the happiness, whatever you want to call it, then as a reflection of that in a sense, and we'll be talking more about this in future episodes, all the storyline details, again, ironically and magically, will transform at that time anyway, but not because you want to, Because you want them to, not because you think your life would be better, but because as a natural outcome of that kind of consciousness expansion and opening up into that kind of an aspect and experience of your infinite nature, it has to reflect and change. But then it's a completely different kind of an experience than it is before we have that kind of joyfulness as our natural experience and state again. Again, we don't have to create that. That's our natural state. We just blocked ourselves from experiencing it. When you unblock yourself, which is what the journey of expansion is about, you experience that because it's always been there. You don't have to create it. You have to re-experience it in a sense. But that's when the magic happens. When you experience the truth, with capital T's, of your true nature as an infinite being, then you get both. You get the happiness no matter what's going on in the storyline, and you get the storyline details changing in radical, extraordinary, and amazing ways. More to come on this particular topic. In many of the episodes of this podcast, I have referred to the teachings that I share in my sphere of influence. If you're unfamiliar with them and you'd like to get a detailed introduction and you really enjoy learning by watching videos, I'd like to invite you to visit my website and access a series of videos I created that are called A Spiritual Teaching for Modern Times. There's no charge for the videos. You can watch them on my website or you can download them and watch them on the device of your choosing. They are my gift to you. Just go to robertscheinfeld.com forward slash modern robertscheinfeld.com forward slash modern m-o-d-e-r-n robertscheinfeld.com forward slash modern that completes another episode of the illusions and truth show with robert sheinfeld